Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. Today we have Netflix 231st film from 2020. It's the action thriller Extraction. Directed by Sam Hargrave, it stars Chris Hemsworth, Rudkasha Jaiswal, Randeep Huda, Priyanshu Painyuli, Golshifith Farhani, and Pankak Trupathi, as well as David Harbour. Apologies for the pronunciation on some of those names. I'm here to chat about this big, big film. I haven't seen it before. We're getting ready for this podcast, and uh, this is one of those Netflix ones that I think everyone knows about. So, very excited to chat about it. As always, there's going to be spoilers. I'm going to spoil this film. So if you haven't seen Extraction, you're keen to see it, give us a pause and come back later on because I'm going to lead into our fast flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So if this one is about a mercenary who's sent into Bangladesh to rescue a drug lord's kid or child, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's <laughs> the gist of this film. There's not a lot that happens apart from action and trying to make a, a kid return to safety or take a kid to safety. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about how this one arrived on Netflix. And I guess it's important to note this is actually based on a graphic novel called See Your Dad, which was written by um, one of the Russo brothers, as well as a whole bunch of other people and obviously helped write the script too. So uh, that's a bit of background behind that. And some of the, the leads that were attached to this project, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis were, were attached to be the lead. So interesting that we've got uh, an Australian in Chris Hemsworth in the lead anyway. Um, the film did spark a little bit of controversy in Bangladesh where the film set because some Bangladeshi critics and viewers said that the film incorrectly portrays the capital Dakar and the people's culture and antiquities. Very interesting, but um, I mean, I think it's interesting to, to, to sort of note, I guess, when we talk about where it was filmed, it was actually filmed in India and Thailand, so not in Bangladesh at all anyway. Uh, from November 2018 until March of 2019. So a film set in Bangladesh that wasn't actually filmed there. Um, according to the director, Sam Hargrave, the nationwide ban on firearms in India as they were filming was so strict that they had to import rubber prop guns without any moving parts. And for the first major action rescue in the film, uh, the dummy weapons were used exclusively without any blank rounds being discharged, meaning all of the shots fired had to be digitally animated in post-production to give that impression. So a lot of uh, post-production effects needing to be added in for this one. The movie, as I mentioned, was shot in India and as it was being filmed, the public went nuts over Chris Hemsworth. Uh, many fans stayed out and about around the set and where they were filming and some of them apparently stayed outside for about 15 hours just to get a sight of Chris Hemsworth. Very, very interesting. Um, this did become the most watched original film in Netflix history, according to Netflix, with a reported viewership of 99 million households in the first four weeks of release. Uh, huge numbers, big numbers. And we'll probably see that a little bit later when I talk about the consensus on this one. In May of 2020, it was reported to, or reported that, Joe Russo had been hired to write the sequel to this film uh, with them hopefully getting Sam Hargrave as the director and Chris Hemsworth back as well. In December of 2020, the Russo brothers stated that beyond the sequel, they were also hoping to uh, develop a series of films set within the world of extraction to explore some of the other characters that we sort of saw in the film that I'm gonna talk about soon as well. Um, in January, 2021, it was also rumored that the Russo brothers were working on an origin story for Randeep Huda's character, um, Saju, who I'll talk about soon as well. So they actually have made this film pretty much. I think 
They filmed it from December of 2021 in the Czech Republic. They were meant to film in Australia, but because of uh, COVID lockdowns, they moved it to, to Europe to film. And in September of 2021, Netflix released a teaser for Extraction 2. And this is expected in June of 2023. So a couple of months away, the sequel to this film should be out, which I might do a bonus episode on, depending on how the chat with this one goes. Let's talk a little bit about some awards. This one actually had 19 nominations and they won four of those. A lot of stunt work um, nominations. It did win for Best Fight at the Taurus World Stunt Awards. It won at the BMI Film Streaming Awards. And Chris Hemsworth also won Favorite Action Movie Star at the People's Choice Awards. This was made for $65 million, quite a big budget for a Netflix film, and was released on Netflix worldwide on the 24th of April, 2020. Some translations for this film around the world in Argentina, Colombia, it's called, oh, sorry, Argentina and Colombia, it's called Rescue Mission. Sorry, I've completely stuffed that up. In Argentina, in Argentinian, <laughs> it's called Rescue Mission. In Brazil, it's called Rescue. In Bulgaria, it's called Evacuation. Croatia, it's called The Price of Salvation. In France, Italy, and Spain, it's called Tyler Rake, just the title of our main protagonist. In Greece, it uses the Tyler Rake name as well, but also subtitles it with The Runaway. In Israel, again, Tyler Rake, Rescue. In Japan, Tyler Rake, Reclaiming Life. In Russia, Tyler Rake, Operation Rescue. And in China, it's called Shocking Rescue. And in Thailand, it's called Dead Devil, not to be confused with the Marvel superhero of the same name. What are the critics and audiences saying about this film? On Rotten Tomatoes, sits on a 67%, which is fresh on 218 reviews, quite high in viewership, as well as the audience. It sits on 70% on Rotten Tomatoes on more than 2,500 ratings. On IMDb, sits on a 6.7 out of 10 on 207,000 ratings. Huge numbers. Same with Letterboxd here, actually. Sits on a 3.1 out of 5. Very, very solid on 124,000 ratings. There's actually been logged by 175,000 people. So overall, this has been seen by a lot of people. And that leads me to my early thoughts. What did I think about it? I think, you know, this is a fairly decent action film where you don't really have to think too much about anything other than the cool fights and the cool action sequences. But in saying that, it's time to talk about the characters and it's a little bit hard to sort of talk about them because there's not a lot of depth to any of them and i guess we start with tyler chris hemsworth's character i mean he's this mercenary who doesn't really care if he lives or dies because he's dealing with the death of his own son and he's doing this in his own ways mainly through alcohol um and through his work and yeah he's a pretty uh, beefed up action sort of hero that we like to see and he's sort of um you know his main job is to save this kid called ovi and ovi is the son of an indian crime lord who, you know, he's been kidnapped, his dad treats him poorly, he doesn't like what his dad does, he, he likes to play piano. It's sort of nice to see this relationship between Tyler and Ovi sort of develop a little bit um, as they're on the run together and sort of uh, have small little discussions in between um, action sequences. <laughs> uh, the other sort of character or characters that play a part, we've got um, Saju, who I mentioned before, he, he works for Ovi's dad and he's been set out to try and save Ovi as well. And we sort of see uh, him and Tyler team up a little bit towards the end. Then the opposite, I guess, we've got is um, Amir Azif, who's the bad guy. He's like the guy that sort of needs Ovi and he wants Tyler dead. So he's, he's sort of the, the evil villain, I guess. <laughs> um, other side players, we've got Nick, who's sort of the partner of Tyler. She sort of sets him up with the jobs and sort of voiced with the instructions. Um, we also meet Gaspar, who's a former colleague of Tyler. Um, so, short little cameo there from David Harbour. Sort of, uh, you know, offers safe harbour, haha, <laughs> but sets him up. Um, and the last one is um, Farad who's this young kid. Um, 
And I think, you know, it's this, I didn't mind this character because it, this shows kids who have nothing to do in the slums and, you know, sort of possibly turn to crime because they're bored and they want some recognition. They want some respect. And I didn't mind this mini arc because, you know, the idea of trying to impress a crime lord because he pays him attention, that's not, not too bad a little story arc to have in the film. That's the character's done. The director, Sam Hargrave. This guy's actually a stunt coordinator. This guy has 81 stunt credits, lots of Marvel films. Obviously that's his connection with the Russo brothers and with Chris Hemsworth. This is his feature debut, but I think as I've mentioned before, he's re returning to direct the sequel. So interested to see how he goes with the follow-up to this one. And that leads me into scenes. Time to talk about some scenes from this film. We start with the ones that I liked. So the action sequences, <laughs> I mean, I've got to talk about them. I think the, the first big action scene with Tyler taking people out, um, especially there's a, a bit of a cameo from a rake, which ties in with his surname, Rake. I thought that was cool. Uh, and then the other one's sort of like this big, long uh, sort of momentum that builds from Tyler and Ovi running through the woods. And it's followed up with this really good car chase. And then uh, they sort of end up in this building, chasing through all the houses and finishes with this fist fight on the streets with a truck <laughs> being used in quite a hilarious way. So I thought that, that was some really good action scenes in this film. Things that I didn't necessarily like, I think uh, the start when we meet Tyler's character is in the Australian Outback and I get that it reflects a scene later in the film and the idea of the memories of his son, but Tyler jumping off a cliff and then sitting in the bottom of the water, I just to start the film off and to introduce us to him as a character, wasn't sold on that to be honest. Uh, and then the same with Saju. This, this is a guy that, you know, we sort of see bits and pieces of, but they tried really hard um, that, you know, after he's had this big fight with Tyler, he goes to this hotel to fix his nose. It's all been beaten up and he calls his family and tells his kid that he loves them and he's crying. I mean, we didn't really have any connection as an audience to this character and the, the foreshadowing here is kind of ridiculous. So I think that probably could have been cut. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the action was okay, but there's a scene where Tyler takes out a whole bunch of gangster kids. Um, I don't know... If, you know, Chris Hemsworth beating on kids is, is a really good look. And I think that finally the, the whole Amir, as if at the end, the final sort of battle is with um, the Colonel standing at this distance, watching this last fight through binoculars. And, and there's him like these little gentle nods of him happy at, at various stages of, of, of how the battle's going. He was so far away, he would not be able to see what was going on. I just thought that was quite ridiculous, to be honest. Right, what, what are some themes or some ideas? I mean, it's an action film, but the, the idea of corruption, the police are obviously can be bought for money and this impacts the whole city. You know, they're, they're able to shut down a whole city just to try and stop a kid from getting out of the city. I thought that was a little bit crazy. Um, and the idea, a little bit of bravery, I guess, like what is bravery? Um, you know, is, is Tyler a brave hero? Is he doing his job for the right intentions? And does he have like the, you know, the, the, the good well-being of this kid Ovi at heart? It's a tough question. I think, you know, we kind of see that at the end he does, um, but is that because he was forced into that situation? I don't know, but some little ideas, I guess, that we can talk about or think about with this one. Okay, what did I take away from this one? I think, you know, the direct. this is a little bit about what the directors had to say, I think, about the ending in particular. Um, and he said in an interview that they did it in a way that was purposeful, ambiguous, and if you view the movie and you feel like Tyler's redemption is completed through sacrifice, then you would see that in one way with the kid honoring him through a vision. Or if you love the character and his overcoming of all the odds to survive is what made the story happy for you, then you'll see Tyler rake in that image. Hopefully people will be satisfied with the ending no matter how they feel 
the movie or feel about the movie along the way. I think it's interesting because, you know, you've got this idea that our main protagonist sort of falls off the, the edge of a, a bridge into a river and then, you know, the final shot, then we'd see Ovi at a, in a swimming pool, presumably in Australia. It's just an interesting sort of idea that, you know, did he survive or didn't he? We know that there's a sequel coming, so it's a little bit different. I don't know, but like realistically, I think it's sort of come came back to Hargrave shooting different versions of that end and and showing them at test screenings as well. And I think the director, um, Hargrave, even said that, you know, it wasn't surprising that a lot of people wanted the character to live and there were some that wanted him to die. So it's really hard. They're torn down the middle. What do you do to to finish this film when you've got such, you know, a split between test test audiences? And I guess, you know, the, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sold on either way, but it's just my observation is, you know, it's an open-ended film. I like films that have open-ending endings, open-ended endings. Uh, I don't know if this one worked. I don't know. Like, it, maybe it's because I'm watching it so late after it was released that I already know there's a sequel coming. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd rather have seen instead of just a reflection of of Tyler. I would have rather have seen him there. I don't know. But it's good to to give audiences that opportunity, I guess, to think about it. Um, this would have been better on the big screen too. Obviously, big action scenes. This this was made very very well. And that sort of leads me to the question, I guess. Like this open ending. Um, you know, does does this work um do, does it work i don't know i don't know i'm i'm not sold so i need i'm probably going to put this up that's this is the social media question actually like you know get on social media get, get on twitter get on facebook get on instagram let me know like do you think the tyler survives because i guess really is the sequel could be a prequel so it could be before these events meaning that he they're hinting that maybe he is dead i don't know i don't know anything about the sequel so we'll have to wait and see in june of 2023 I'm ready to wrap this up. Uh, we give our films a rating out of five. For me, this this was a bit of fun. Like It's always nice to watch Hemsworth, you know, be tough and manly on screen. I think there's a good enough connection between him and the kid, uh, Ovi, that he's trying to save and some really cool action sequences. So I'm going to give it a three out of five. I'm happy with this one. As I mentioned before, on socials, give us a follow, give us a like, let us know if you think Tyler does survive. We're back next week with another episode from 2020. It's the psychological thriller, Dangerous Lies. This is directed by Michael Scott. It stars Camilla Mendez, Jesse T. Usher, Jamie Chung, Cam Sidonet, Sasha Alexander, and Elliot Gould. So get on board, watch that one. And thanks as always for listening. Hopefully this ramble <laughs> didn't um, totally confuse you. I'm, I'm all over the shop with uh, my thoughts on this one, whether I like the ending or not. I'm keen to hear what you think too. I'll see you next week.